0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. On this week's episode of The Practical Pro Musician, I am going to talk all about the ways that my brain has gotten messed up by years and years of touring. Stay tuned. We love playing music. But it seems like the odds of making a living as a professional musician are about as high as winning the lottery. So the big question is this, how do musicians like us with jobs, families, and responsibilities get from where we are today to making a practical living playing music we love? Well, my name is Daniel Hadaway, and this show will give you the answers. This is The Practical Pro Musician. What is up, my friend? How are you? I'm doing good. Welcome back to another episode of The Practical Pro Musician. My name is Daniel, and it's that time of the week where we get together around the campfire. I don't know. We gather around the speakers or your phone or your computer or your steering wheel, wherever you are that you're listening to this. Um, your smart speaker, I guess, and chat about creating art and making a living from it. Being uh, and For most of us, that that's music. I've, I've heard from some folks who actually aren't even musicians. They just want to create art and they say, hey, I can apply a lot of this to, to what I'm doing as well. And if that's you, that's great. Thanks so much for listening. I'm happy that you're here with us as well. You're welcome to be here. This is not an exclusive club. This is for anyone and everyone who might find something useful in this podcast. All right, so uh, I before we get started today, um, I'm trying my best, and I'm probably going to run out of reviews soon if you don't help me out, but uh, I wanted to uh, read another review and give a little shout out to, uh, this one, this time is coming from Shep Martin. Um, and he left a review over on iTunes for this podcast. Um, and he said, I've been following Daniel on Instagram for a couple of years now because he's an incredible drummer. Oh, well, thank you. That's kind of you. Uh, and turns out he has so much wisdom to share as well. Very humble, real guy. And I'm excited to hear many more episodes to come. Well, thanks Shep. I appreciate that. Um, it's funny for me to on this podcast, read someone saying that I'm humble because that kind of is not very humble of me to do. Um, but no, I picked out that picked out the review because I just appreciate it. It means a lot to me, uh, Shep, that you left that review. And if you're listening to this and you would like to leave a review or let me know what you think and potentially get a shout out from me right here on this episode or on this podcast, um, you can do that. Go over to iTunes or on podcast app on your phone leave a review um and hey by the way if you happen to leave a review somewhere other than on the Apple Podcasts ecosystem uh shoot me an email. Let me know. You can email me at Daniel at Daniel You can go to Daniel com or promusician.org use a contact button and you can uh, click on that and contact me. Let me know that you've left a review so I can go find it. Uh, Cause I just keep track of the ones on uh, on Apple Podcasts. but I know that you may not be using that to check this podcast out, but I want to know what you think. So make sure to let me know if you happen to leave a review somewhere else. Okay, so uh, this uh, this is funny. I uh, uh, this week I-, I wanted to share something with you that is a little more uh, lighthearted. hearted, um, and there's probably a lesson in here as well. Um, but it's just something kind of a, a few things that are kind of funny that I that I that I um, picked up on or I was reminded of this week, and I thought that um, if if you haven't spent a lot of time touring as a musician yet, um, this is something that uh, I don't think a lot of people talk about. Um, in that world. Uh, but I have brought this up to other friends of mine that, that have been traveling for a while or doing the touring music thing. And they, uh, they definitely, uh, in different degrees, they definitely, a lot of them, uh, have the same thing happen to them. Um, but the other day I was, uh, what was I doing? I think I was, I was, going somewhere and I was going somewhere that I've been a few times. I was driving somewhere that I've been a few times and, um, I, uh, I had to drive, I had to have a, I had to, uh, do a meeting and it was at a conference room at a hotel and I, and I used the maps in our car to, to tell me where to go. Um, and I I map things everywhere. And uh, my wife laughs at me because she's like, you've driven there like 800 times. Why are you using maps to tell you how to get there? Um, You know how to get there. And, and before like you jump to my defense and say, Oh, I do that too, but I do it for, I use it for traffic or to like know if I'm going to, if the way I'm going has a lot of road closures or backed up traffic or whatever. Um, I don't use it that way. That's not what I use it for. I literally use it because I don't trust myself to remember how to get, get to places. Um, and so I, that got me thinking that is very much outside of my personality type. Like if you were to like, if you got to know me really well and I just didn't let you in on this part of part of who I am, my, my problem with directions and and how to get places, Um, you would, and then someone were to ask you, Hey, is Daniel good at, at, you know, directions? You might, you probably would find 300 examples of my personality. That's that all would scream at you. Daniel's really good at directions. He really cares about that kind of stuff. So yeah, he's probably good at directions. It's very much outside my personality, but I blame it on being a touring musician. And, uh, that's, that's something that, uh, My, um, my wife, I think she, she knows that that's what it's, that that she blames it on that as well. Um, when she gives me a hard time, she messes around with me about it because, um, when we started dating, I had just started kind of my first like full, full time touring gig and I wasn't like that. And then over time it kind of, kind of became like that. And so it got me thinking, there's a few other things like that. Um, certain quirks of my personality that definitely, weren't the case when I, they, they weren't, that's not how I've always been. I guess I'll say it that way. I, I, these things were things that came up when I started touring or changed about me when I started touring. And I thought it was kind of funny. They're all, they're all kind of like funny things that um, don't really have most of the time don't have serious consequences. Um, but I, just so you know, like, like in most aspects of my life to kind of give you an insight. If we don't know each other very well, I know I I trust that this podcast audience is not made up solely of my family and my close friends. Hi mom. Um, but, uh, but I'm trusting there's someone out there who doesn't actually know me listening to this, but I'm very much like an analytical person, very detail oriented. Um, I'm a very much like by the books, like by the rule, follow the rules kind of person. Uh, I, um, like to have my stuff together and figured out. Um, I like to know if I, if I get interested in a subject, I kind of geek out about it. And I want to know everything about how it works, why it works. Even if, and I, even if I don't ever use it, I want to know it that way. I can trust it. That's just kind of how I am. Um, and so a lot of these things, like I said, are things, uh, these quirks of mine are things that uh, fall outside of that. And, and in every, every one of these three things I'm going to tell you about, uh, I didn't used to be this way. I used to be the opposite way. So the first one, of course, is like I already mentioned, uh, driving directions. Um, I learned pretty early on or it was kind of ingrained in me. Once I started doing full-time touring, this was like, you know, once I got to the level of like being on buses and having a road manager and having like they call tour, they used to, they don't have, they don't hand them out anymore. They use an app. Now there's a couple of different apps that do this, but there's a thing called a tour book that you get when you go on tour. And if you go on a long tour, like a month long tour, they'll give you, um, they'll either give you a, they used to give us paper. It was a, you know, a a binder almost of information. There was a different page for every day It had the day schedule. So this is what time we're going to arrive. This is what time bus call is at night. So it's always like, make sure you're on the bus by 1am or you're going to get left behind. Or, um, it would be like, uh, 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 it would have like, here's the closest restaurants to where uh, our hotel is. This is our hotel information. Here's the venue. Here's the Wi-Fi password, all that kind of stuff. You need to know everything you need to know for the day was printed on a sheet. They put a sheet in for every day. Um, like I said, now, now they have apps that do that and it's, it's a lot less wasteful of paper. And also every musician musician doesn't have to carry around a, giant packet of paper with them to know what's going on. Uh, but having all that information at your fingertips and not having to worry about any of those details, uh, and also like being on tour, uh, even like, uh, this was back, you know, Uber wasn't around or anything. They had, they have runners, which are people who the day of the show, the venue, the promoter provides people who their only job for the day is to wait around until, any of us in the band want to go somewhere and they'll, their job is to know how to get there and drive us there. So for me, I, I, you know, if I wanted to go, I need to go like, you know, let's say I, my phone need to get fixed or whatever. I'd say, I want to go to the Apple store. They'd say, okay, great. Jump in the car. We'll go. And they would just take me to the Apple store or they take me to the hotel or they take me to, if I wanted to eat something different than what was provided, I'd go there. But I quickly learned you could, and this is something that's kind of an interesting uh, concept that I've, been thinking about for a while. A friend of mine told me about a study he read one time, because this is how nerdy me and my friends are. He was a he's a he's he was on tour with us as a bass player, actually, um, as well. But he told me about a study he read that talked about how there was a study of people who won the lottery and basically how quickly they got used to, quote unquote, got used to having all that money. And I can't remember what the time period was. It wasn't very long though. It was like, I I, I know for a fact it was like six months or less. Like basically no matter what new thing you get or what new situation you find yourself in, even how great it is, like in no more than six months, you're going to get used to it. And that's going to become your norm and you won't feel as excited as you did originally about it. And the way that kind of translates into this is you're going to get used to things the way they are even with something a new and as awesome as being a professional musician, um, you're, you're going to take certain things for granted. So I stopped thinking about how to get places because all of my transportation was taken care of and I didn't have to do anything. All I did was get in the car and tell somebody else I want to go to a place and they just went and took me there. Um, and especially when I was really busy touring, I didn't have that many days at home. So when I was at home, I didn't go anywhere. Um, because I didn't want to, I've been, I've been going somewhere for, for weeks on end. I wanted to stay at home. So that's one thing, but I used to be so good with driving directions. I used to like know, um, the city I mean, I live in Nashville. I, I still know the city pretty well. I mean, a lot of roads have changed recently, but I used to know the place I lived like the back of my hand. I could tell, I could, you know, I could just set out in the car and kind of head in a direction and get there. And maybe I can now still too, but I just don't trust myself like I used to. Um, I always have to have somebody else telling me uh, how to get there. And it, 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 manifests itself in funny ways. Like, um, if I have to figure out how to get somewhere on my own without a map or without someone telling me, I will remember, how to get there every time and not need the map ever again. But the second that someone or something like a phone, is telling me how to get somewhere. I like my, I subconsciously turn off like the memorizing part of my brain. Um, Interestingly, that's the same reason why I do my best when I'm doing like uh, when I, when I was playing frequently at church, I would do my best not to write down musical charts for myself because it's the same kind of idea of like when I have something laid out in front of me uh, to tell me what to do, I won't remember it. I'll always trust what's written in front of me. Um, And that's necessary a lot of times in the music world. But, um, but if you let it creep into your everyday life, like I did, um, it can make it hard to do things like follow or figure out how to to drive places without directions. Um, The second thing, and this is probably the most, I'll skip this. I'll I'll come back to this one because this is the most serious one. So I'll do this. I'll do this other one first. Uh, The second thing that that this is similar to the first one, but, um, and this is something I'm getting better and better and better at, especially having a kid help me, help me get past this a little bit. But, um, I am not very good about like thinking ahead with like cooking meals or like worrying about what I'm going to eat. So for example, you know, when you have a family and you need to cook a meal, it takes time to cook the meal. Well, for me being on the road, it was foods ready. And then when foods ready, it's open for like, like we go, like catering is up for however long. It's normally up for a couple of hours on a tour, especially if there's a bunch of bands playing because certain bands have to be ready before others. And there's going to be people coming in and out there's a lot of people who have to eat in some of these bigger tours. And so you want you don't may not have room for all of them at once. So it's like catering goes up for two hours. It's five to seven or something uh, every night or five. Sometimes it's open longer than that. But the idea is as long as you're in that window of time, if you get hungry, you can just go eat and there's food there already for you. Someone else has cooked it. It's just sitting there waiting for you to go eat it. Um, And this is, this sounds so awful because like it sounds so I'm so spoiled, but like, that kind of infected my brain, especially when I was in the middle of touring, I would just not think about like, wait a minute. If I think I might be hungry an hour from now and I'm cooking dinner tonight, I might need to start cooking dinner now, even though I don't feel hungry. That sounds like such a basic adult thing that you have to do, but it it slipped my mind. Uh, you've got to Think about things before they happen and plan ahead for them. Well, on tour, you don't have to do that. It's taken care of for you. So uh, you just go to catering, and get some food and there's snacks up all day. So if you're hungry, you just eat. Well, I found myself, I found myself before many times uh, sitting there. And even, even, even sometimes with the family, it's like, we're all like, you know what? We're all really hungry. It's like, wait a minute. We're really, really, really hungry. And it's, uh, you know, it's 730 at night. Our kid's bedtime is eight and none of us have had dinner. It's like, well, what are we going to do? Because if we spend the 30 minutes or 45 minutes to cook some uh, uh, some food, it's going to be past bedtime and mess everything up. And so it's like, man, I got to start planning ahead for this stuff. So that's something that's kind of funny. But I, like I said, I've gotten better about that. Having the kid, I think about it more because I'm worried about him eating more than I am myself. But um, it still comes up every once in a while. We just don't think, think about it. And then uh, this one, like I said, this is the most serious one. And it's still not. I mean, I get around it, but this is the one that I, that bothers me the most, I think. Um, and that is, um, I am really bad about, I'm really bad about remembering people's names, um, that I meet and to a lesser extent, but still pretty bad. I'm not good at remembering faces either. Um, and that comes up all the time. The names thing comes up all the time. When, when I will shake somebody's hand and say, hi, nice to meet you. They tell me their name and they then will say my name back to me several times in conversation. It's very obvious. They know my name and I don't know how obvious it is that I don't know their name, but I will. I mean, if someone tells me their name and I meet them for the first time, 99% of the time it goes in one ear and out the other. And, It's not because I don't care. I really wish I could. I want to know that remember this person's name, but um, you get trained when you're traveling and touring, especially like it depends on like the fan base of whoever you're playing for, because some people are a lot more chill. The fan base is a lot more chill than other fan bases and what you're doing. But and in, some, and in some situations, like I've done a few things where I've helped out with like, not just like playing, like being the drummer uh, in my case, but also like helping set up lights or like helping do other things um, and some of the, you know, some of these smaller operations and uh, those you work with certain people like ongoing throughout the day. And I, I, I get I've gotten better at remembering their names, but most of the time I feel so terrible. I'll forget people's names and I'll like hang out with people like multiple times and still not remember their names. It's awful. Um, but it's just, it's just the nature of when you're traveling, uh, you start to realize that you might be meeting this person and this is the only time you're ever going to see them and you're not even going to see them later on today you're literally just saying hi to them right now. And you have no idea. And and honestly, I just don't have the brain capacity. I didn't have the brain capacity when I was traveling to remember all those names. And so it would just like go in one or out the other. Well, I've got, I've made a habit of that now. And I I haven't figured out quite how to fix that yet. Um, But I'm really bad about remembering names. I'm like I said, I'm I'm to a lesser extent, but still kind of bad about remembering faces. I have, there have been multiple times when I have introduced myself to someone and this is even like a reason I think I did this probably I've probably done this in the last month to someone I'm sure I have where I've introduced myself to someone and said hey my name is Daniel nice to meet you and they're like yeah I know we 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 met last week or we talked last week or we, I saw you yesterday and you said the same thing that's happened to me. That happens to me a lot. Um, and again, I used to not be like that, but it's just a matter of just seeing so many people. I meet, I've met so many people traveling around and in a day, you know, an average person might not meet more than one or two new people at most in a day. Um, and that's on a busy day. But like, when you're traveling as a musician, you're meeting, I mean, I probably easily met 15 to 20, shook 15 to 20 hands and said hi and introduced myself to 15 to 20 people every day for, you know, 100 days a year, many years. Um, so that's like 2,000 people a year that you're meeting. Um, it just, I can't keep up with it. Um, I had a situation and this is, this is, this makes me sad, but like I had a situation a couple of years ago where we, um, I was touring with uh, all sons and daughters um, one of the bands that I've played with and we showed up to this conference and the conference was kind of like already going, but we just, we came in for one day to, to play one set of music during this conference. And I think it might be like a college age conference. There was a, there was like thousands of people. There it was a pretty big thing, but we walked in a door and like we had just shown up. We'd just gotten off a plane and driven to this place and like walked in this door. And then like, it was like, like the conference wasn't in session. Like there were people out in the hallways and stuff. And I hear, I hear Daniel, Daniel. I look around and I, I, there's just this guy and I, I have no idea who this guy is. And he shakes my hand. He's like, Hey man, good to see you. I'm like, hi, good, good to see you. And I think my, I my look on my, like the way he was talking was like we knew each other really well. Um, and he's like, and I was like, uh, I, I guess I my the look on my face kind of gave away the fact that I I I didn't I don't know who this guy is. He's like oh he's like you but you it's like uh, you remember me right? I'm like uh he's like we and he told me something like he's like a year ago or two years ago we did this or that together at this other show or this other concert of yours. And I used to like kind of like be like, Oh yeah, man, I remember you like, which wasn't the truth. But like at a certain point I was like, you know what? Can't, can't lie to everybody about remembering them. I'm, it's, it's a, it's a, it's on me. It's not a, it's not a, uh, it's not you, it's me. Um, So I was like, Hey man, you know what? Like I believe that I met you and I believe what you're telling me, but I do not remember it. And he looks so disappointed and so sad and I felt bad, but it's like, it's like, you know, like I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't lie to him and tell him that I remembered him when I didn't. Um, and also also a lot of times traveling, um, that there's a lot of things like that that you're going to come across where people want to interact with you. Um, and at the end of the day, people want to interact with you because, um, and they want to tell you something. Sometimes it's, it's, it's for them. And it's an interesting thing we had to get, a, get around like what, like the whole, like do we sign autographs or do we not sign autographs? Those kinds of things, especially like in the, the band when I was in all sons and daughters, we like, you know, we were a worship music band. Like we played church music. We played music that was not like meant to be put on as a concert. So if you're not from this world, that world, I am trying to explain it as best I can. It'd be like, it would be like, uh, It'd be like if you did go to a church service, like a regular old church service, with like an organist, you know, like a Catholic service or something, and like at the end of it, like you went to the organist and like wanted the an autograph with the organist at the church service, and then like wanted to like get a picture with them or something. Uh, the organist might feel a little bit weirded out by that, like, wait a minute, I just play organ at a church, why do you want my autograph? And so we had to work through a lot of that in the band. Like, you know what? Like a lot of times when people want to come and ask you for an autograph or ask you for a picture, or talk to you, um, they're not necessarily like, we don't have the time. Like it, 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 we can't explain to them, Oh, you don't really want my autograph. Cause I'm just a musician playing church music. Um, that would be more disappointing to someone than realizing that really, when someone asks you for a picture or autograph, they're doing it for them. They want it. It makes them feel good to be seen. And so we had to say, you know what? Okay, we'll do those things sometimes because we're helping that person out. And in the same way, that's why it was so hard for me, especially, like I said, remembering, not remembering faces and names is that, um, even though it's my problem, it's something that I, it's something wrong with like how I handle things and I can't remember those things. It makes the other person feel bad. And so that's why that one's the toughest one for me. Um, but all these lessons to say, like, no matter where you're at and when you do get into, uh, hopefully you get into like touring as a musician, um, hopefully, you'll start to realize that no matter what unique situation you get into, there will be a point at which you get used to it and some things about it will shape who you are. Um, of course you don't want it to completely change you. Um, but I think that a lot of times success just helps reveal traits about ourselves that, that maybe were always there. Um, I think for me, like the whole, the, some of these things, like like the the not remembering names and faces thing, I think it might in some way reveal a little bit of selfishness on my part, um, which is why I mentioned that it was kind of serious to me that I that I don't pay attention to other people enough, or um, you know, driving directions like that. I, I I thought I thought that I was interested in details all the time, but the reality is is that I I just geek out about things that I care about, and I realized at a certain point that I just stopped caring about how to get places because I relied on other people to tell me. Um, that's not necessarily a negative trait. It's just a trait about me is that I, that I only really go deep on things that I'm really excited about. And once I stopped being excited about how to drive places, uh, I didn't go so deep on it anymore. But just remember that no matter where you're at and where you're going, uh, you're going to get used to it. And we sometimes need things to snap us out of that, especially if you're at a place right now that you, you would not like to be, you would like to move past where you're at right now and, and make progress or move forward in some way. Um, you might need something to snap you out of it. So maybe this podcast can be that for you. Maybe you can say, you know what? I needed a wake up call. I need to get moving. I need to look at myself and and think about how some of these things I've gotten used to or something I take for granted about where I'm at. I'm actually in a pretty good spot right now. And I need to use that as fuel and motivation to keep moving forward. Um, If that's you, I hope this podcast has done that for you. Otherwise you can just laugh at my expense and, uh, and, and think about how, um, how my brain has gotten messed up by touring all these years. Um, and I'm trying to reclaim it, trying to get my brain back now. Um, so, uh, that's what I got for you today. I hope that you have a great week. I'm so thankful for you listening to this podcast. Um, and all of the, my podcast episodes, um, send me an email, Daniel, Daniel, If you've got something you'd like for me to talk about on this podcast, um, and I will do my best to work it into a future episode of the practical pro musician. All right. Thanks for joining me. Bye for now.